What's up, guys and girls, and welcome to the Bye Steve podcast. Uh, it's been a minute, and I apologize. Uh, just to remind you all that this is unedited, we definitely just record and don't spend any time doing any editing, so I apologize for that too. Um, let's just address the elephant in the room before we get started fully. I've changed over from still water to spring water fully. And yeah, officially now, I think I'm a douchebag. Um, that is the general consensus between my friends. And um, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, I'm 43 years old and um, I want to move up the, the social ladder. So spring water it is. Spring water it is. So I apologize for how long it's been. Uh, I think the last time we checked in, um, I was just heading out to Argentina for the over 40s World Championships for basketball. Uh, we're going to touch on that briefly. And then we are going to just uh, talk about, uh, or I'm going to express some thoughts and feelings on things as we move forward into the latter end of 2024. So, um, just reflecting on the, the trip to Argentina. Again, for those of you that have listened in before, you may know what's going on. For those of you that are new, uh, I'm part of the Great Britain over 40s basketball team and we went to uh, Mar del Plata in August to compete in the over 40s World Championships with aspirations of grabbing ourselves some medals. That did not happen. That didn't happen at all. Um, tough reflections, but truthful ones. Uh, the games that we won... We deserve to win. The games that we lost, we we deserve to lose them. Um, and, you know, the harsh reality of a program, the Maxi Basketball program, which is in its infancy, really, um, being exposed to some teams and organisations that have been playing Masters Basketball for a lot longer than us. Um, and that showed for us. Um, but it's all part of the experience. Again, for those of you that have been here before, you'll know this, but for the newer listeners, um, I was part of the over-40s team that went to Malaga for the European Championships the year before. Excuse me, that'd be the spring water. Um, and uh, we came fourth, so we kind of had some expectancy to go to the World Championships and be better. Um, and the, the, the reality of that was there was a bigger pool of greater teams um, and we we topped our group. We won a few games to, to get to the top of our group. Um, and then Italy, the thorn in our side who um, won the European Championships in Malaga, we met them in the first round of the knockout stages, around a 16, um, and they gave us a lesson in Italian basketball, which was a couple of levels above British basketball um, on this occasion. So, um, you know, we then went into a another knockout, knockout competition we needed to play from 9th to 18th or something like that. Um, and we ended up finishing 10th. Um, for those of you that don't understand sports too well, you don't get medals for coming 10th. 
so we came back quite light-handed with that. Um, but what it did give me personally was an ability to review. Um, because I was like, I'm going to go to Argentina. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to retire because I'm old. And my ankles hurt. And my knees hurt. And ah, everything hurts. And, you know, there's more to life than basketball. Apparently, there isn't. Uh, and the European Championships next year will be in Italy. So, basically this week I start training all over again to try and get selected to be a part of that great British team to move forwards and um, and hopefully go to Italy with that squad and see how we fare there. Um, lots of positives though, personally, about the Argentina trip. Very efficient basketball playing by myself, which JJ really could be very proud of, although I'm nowhere near as good as him. Um, and uh, I think from a self-reflection point of view and from a coaching team point of view, everyone was really happy with um, my personal performance. While, you know, it's a team sport and it's all about the team, the team, the team, the team. Um, but I definitely um, surprised a few people. And reconfirmed to myself that I have the ability to play basketball at this higher level. Um, even though it's at Masters, it's still obviously an elite level sport. Um, and there's a few people out there who apparently think that I'm not too good at basketball. So every time I do these competitions and we do quite well, or I do quite well, I kind of like smirk and just kind of go, <laughs> well, which team are you playing for? Um <clears throat> But maybe just some of them aren't old enough to play over 40s, so they can't take my spot. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so the reflection of the Maxi Basketball program. The program is great. The setup is amazing. We are in our infancy. We're always looking for sponsors to, to help us develop and fund player development, even though we are kind of at the latter end of our basketball careers. And we will we will get a medal. I think the, the one thing that I... I spoke about to the coaches and some of the other players was that even if it's not my time to win a medal and it might not be in the next couple of years, it really might not be that I'm part of building a program and a culture for, for Maxi GB that will bring success at a later date. That has got to be the hope. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear some of your thoughts and opinions for those of you that know anything about Masters basketball um, or basketball in general. Um, and also, like, if any basketball players out there want to come and drop in on the By Steve podcast and talk about their basketball experiences or their sporting experiences if they don't play basketball, I would love to have you and be able to um, talk to you, question you, and uh, just chew the fat, really. That would be amazing. But coming out of that Argentina competition, um, I think the interesting thing is that the process had been so long that I thought I'd just be able to carry on training and just get straight back into it. Um, and it's been a struggle. Uh, again, for those of you that have listened to some of my other social media stuff, uh, I am happy to talk about mental health and the struggles and strife that come with it. Um, I did a Instagram series last year as we pushed into November for Movember, which is coming around again, um, about the struggle of men's mental health. 
Um, and that's something that I have spoken quite openly about that there was times in my life where I struggled with that. Um, and interestingly, like post-Argentina, um, there was a bit of a dip, there was a bit of a lull, um, and the I suppose the adrenaline drops out your body a little bit, you don't have anything to train for, um, you don't have any focus, you don't know where you're going with like goals and all this kind of stuff. Um, so that was a bit of a struggle, um, nowhere near as low as have been historically, <coughs> excuse me, uh, which is a good thing uh, because I feel like I have a very good grasp of what makes me happy these days and the things that I need to eradicate out of my life um, to keep me happy um, and keep me on a, on a level par. Um, but it does go to show that, you know, these slight wobbles or these uh, ripples in the, in the lake can quite easily kind of... Uh, just throw you off kilter a little bit and yeah having been so focused for so long on the Argentina stuff um coming back was was tough uh thankfully surrounded by a load of good people both at work in my social life and in my basketball world um although I do need to find a national league team uh, I'm only playing Sunday league basketball at the moment and I feel a bit fluffy um, so if anybody is looking for a 43-year-old National League player who can get shit done, I've got about 12 to 24 minutes in me a game. Um, good for a solid double-double, scoring bunches. Um, and I'm well up for a scrap with a big man. And when I say scrap, I mean like rebounding wrestling match, not an actual fist fight. Can't fight for toffee. Um, but yeah, so... That was that was an interesting drop off once we got back, um, but that does feed into as I was just saying, November is nearly upon us, um, which means that Movember is nearly upon us. Which for those of you that don't know, I mean, I have to grow a moustache, a moustache, a moustacha. Um, we had the conversation at work. Uh, I think we're all going to go clean shaven, and then grow through. Um, and see what happens. I think two of us will probably just about have a moustache by the end of the month. Someone is probably going to have a beaver on their face. And I'm not even too sure if the other guy can grow facial hair yet. So, it'll be a mixed results. But um, I think the one key thing there is that we, uh, we talk about the importance of um, testicular cancer. Which, again, is quite close to my heart because the world took one of my testicles um, in my late 20s. Uh, I was a sufferer, recoverer of uh, testicular cancer. Um, so Movember always uh, hits quite close to home um, and reminds me that I should be thankful for the NHS and all of the people that helped and looked after me during that period. But also that on the bad days when my trainers are water stained, I drop a yogurt on the floor, I, I don't know, I forget my phone charger at work. You know what? It's just, it's never really that bad. It's not that deep. It's, and we should most definitely uh, be grateful for more than we probably are day to day. Um and I definitely need to remind myself of that a lot more than I do. Um, but like I say, Movember has a very, very, uh, very close 
close piece to close place to my heart close a place close to my heart maybe um it's important to me and um for that reason i will happily shave my face and grow a mustache uh, two things I hate doing, shaving the whole of my face and wanting to grow a moustache. I look like, for those of you that are old enough, um, if not, go Google. Uh, go Google um, Faulty Towers and the guy who was the main guy, John Cleese, played uh, hotel manager. I look like him uh, with a moustache, which is unsurprisingly not a good look um if i had a girlfriend she would be upset about that vibe um thankfully uh, i say thankfully it's not the right time i don't have a girlfriend um so you know the world will live another month with me having a mustache and uh who knows whether i'll have a girlfriend when november is over um anything can happen right um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's something that's just around the corner. Um, again, just looking for forward into November and December, looking to get a lot more content out on the podcast side. Um, so if you know anybody that you would like me to try and interview, um, I can reach out to them. Um, if you yourself want to come on the podcast, let me know. Uh, there is no topic unapproachable. Um, yes, I am an SNC coach. Yes, I am a basketball player, but I am a fashion guy. I am a creative. I like to read. I like people. I like deep conversation, and I want to interview you. Maybe not you though. Um, but yeah, so we're 13, 14 minutes in. Um, there's a couple of other things that I wanted to hit on with this one. Um, just that the winter, the winter sorry, the summer sales on clothing and shoe websites have been crazy the last couple of weeks. So I picked up a load of stash and um, I would just like to say Mango, H&M and Uniqlo have just come through. Like I managed to pick up uh, some amazing green linen trousers off uh, Mango um, a trench coat and some white t-shirts off Uniqlo and H&M I got some more linen trousers um, and I didn't even spend like £80 I think it was maybe it was like no actually tell I was like £87 all because this stuff was seasonal so what you will definitely find is me walking around the winter months with linen trousers on and white t-shirts trench coat mafia looking fly being quite cold but what i would say to you is for those of you that are out there and you're looking for some fresh looks um some punchy colors or some basic shit like uniglo are great for white t-shirts um they have a thick heavyweight t-shirt which i cannot remember the name of off the top of my head if you bear with me, I will definitely be able to recall it by going into a text message and reading it. Uh, the Erisma White Tees, they come in loads of different colours to be fair, but they are as good as my white Carhartt t-shirts and they are half the price. 
So I got two white tees, heavyweight, oversized, but I'm like six six and like hundred kilos, so it's like normal size. Um, for like thirty five pounds, like, and the Carhartt ones, which are really good heavyweighted stuff, they're like thirty forty pound a pop. Um, so if you're looking for like plain white stuff, plain plain t-shirts, go to the Uniqlo website. They've also got a bunch of trench coats on there at the moment, which come in navy and khaki, which in the sale were like, I want to say like 25, 30 pounds. Um, and then the linen trousers off Mango and H&M were like, one was like seven pound and one was like 11, something crazy. Um, so I am looking forward to flexing on a few people with this. Um, and then I stretched out as well into um, new trainer land-ish. Um, so I picked up the um, the New Balance deconstructed 2002R um, in green, which are coming through the post in the next day or so. They are going to be an absolute vibe. It's the second generation version of them. They released them last year and they looked amazing last year and the pink and the blue ones that they released or purple and blue ones that they released like resale are at like 220 over here now in britain that's pounds not dollars um but they released the new versions and they're all a bit like wintry so it's like khaki green or forest green navy blue um and i think there's a black one so they're all quite dark um but what i do know is this second iteration of this shoe looks so much better than the first one it looks better made it looks like it's got a better quality lacing structure um and it's also got like a lace tie attacher on it as well um and i am buzzing for these to come through this week uh they are gonna add something different to the footwear rotation where i'm normally like at air force one Air Jordan 1, Jordan 4 kind of guy, like on street. And then again, for those of you that know me, I just straight rock basketball shoes everywhere I go. Um, so the New Balance is going to be a vibe. Uh, it's definitely going to get me out with some new looks. Um, as I grow into my close to my 44th year, I'm evolving out of tracksuits into other kinds of tracksuits or into linen trousers and a hoodie. And uh, I ain't going to lie to you, I'm really looking forward to wearing a trench coat as well. Um, so yeah, a little bit off-piece with the fashion stuff. Um, I am looking to hit that a little bit harder once I've got these things in hand. Um, and I am definitely going to be spreading the word on the things that I wear, the things that I listen to. Also, things that I listen to. Drake's new album. What did you think? First person shooter. Best song on the album. 12 other tracks dead um after that what did you think like did you did anybody go through the whole of all of the dogs and other than first person shooter members only and then maybe like another late night did anybody get into that album and be like this is some of drake's best work i love drake and I know that he has the artistic freedom to do whatever the flip he wants now. OG greatness, for sure. 
was it he says, and one away from Michael. Okay. Um, you didn't make as many bangers as Michael Jackson. Let's not go down that street. But, you know, are we allowed to talk about Michael Jackson anymore? I don't even know. Um, the problems of being a 40-something man sometimes of not knowing what I'm allowed to talk about and what I'm not allowed to talk about or what I'm not supposed to talk about because I can talk about whatever I want. Um, it's just whether the, uh, the societal world wants to accept it. But anyway, did anybody listen to Drake's album and get past those two or three songs and think, I'm going to keep this on repeat? Probably not. I have listened to First Person Shooter probably 146,000 times just for the J. Cole bit. I'm a big J. Cole fan. Big Drake fan as well. But um, what else have we got out there? Hit me up when you get the opportunity either on Instagram um, or on the comment section of the podcast listing um, where you can find me at the by Steve podcast, which is the underscore by underscore Steve underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, obviously, you'll find me on Spotify. Um, and yeah, hit me up. I do have a couple of other ins- Instagram accounts which are linked to the by Steve podcast one. So for those of you that are interested in the SNC stuff, You've got Train by Steve, and then for all of my fashion fits and all my other random life stuff with pictures of my family and friends and basketball homies and shoes, like you can find that page as well somewhere. It's unrestricted. It's where all the all the good stuff's at. Um, and yeah, uh, at 21 minutes and 44, 45, 46 seconds, I just wanted to get some content out there this week. Um, and just set, let you know, I am still here, unedited, the By Steve podcast, trying to grow into something that you want to listen to. I'm a sign off, say happy Sunday, peace out, all the way from the Jewelry Quarter in Birmingham, and uh, peace and blessings to you all. And I look forward to getting some more content out over the next couple of weeks. Have a good week, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Welcome to the My Steve Podcast.